in the house of the Lord tonight to be in the presence none other but Jesus Christ praise God I tell you there's nothing like the Holy Ghost and the, the sweet Prince of Peace that would just take the charge of our hearts and our lives and to allow you and I to just be a part of this kingdom a part of a great body a great host Amen. He's the Lord of hosts, but I'm glad to be connected to something I know that's going to be eternal. Amen. It's going to outlive everything. Praise God. It's going to be a government and a kingdom. It's going to be above all governments and kingdoms and powers. And, and I'm thankful to just be a part. I'm glad you to come be a part of it tonight. Join with us in loving and worshiping none other but the Lord tonight. God bless you. Several out, some out sick. Some had some procedures done today. Need our prayers. It's uh, the reason they're not here. Let's continue to pray for them. Brother Matt, Brother Randy, uh, that, that procedure go well for Kim. Uh, done some biopsy on him. But anyway, pray to God that'll work out for him. Uh, some had been exposed to uh, corona, so they didn't come till they know for sure. Uh, so just one thing after another. But I'm glad to be serving the Lord tonight. How about you? Glad to be in the house of God. An opportunity to be here. So good to have Gabby with us. God bless her. Appreciate you coming to be in this service us tonight. God bless your heart. Amen. First time to meet her. It's good to see you. God bless you. Amen. Want everybody to feel welcome at the house of God because everybody's welcome. Amen. Praise God. We'll let the devil come. He may not stay long, but we'll let him come. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. But I'm glad there's no devils here tonight. Amen. Praise God. Just saints of God, loving God, loving the Word of God, the work of God, the kingdom of God. And just glad to be a part of it. Glad you come to be a part of it tonight. Praise God. Psalms 121. Amen. Where we're going to go at tonight. Again, we're going to do our best, amen, to uh, accomplish and achieve this whole chapter. Praise God. With the help of the Lord, I believe we can. Amen. And uh, we may wind this thing up and get Brother Brendan to sing that song. Amen. It ties into this Psalms right here. It's a portion of this Psalms. I don't know if he looked at it and even took note to it. I started calling a day and gave him a chance ahead of time. And I said, well, we'll just see. Praise God. They may sing it there and the other. And I'd hate to mess them up. But don't. Then we'll sing it afterwards. But anyway, praise God. Psalms 121. And I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Praise God. Behold. He that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is my keeper. The Lord is my shade upon the right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy goings out and thy coming in from the time, from this time forth and even forevermore. God will love you tonight. We're so thankful for the word of God. We're thankful for the men of God that was moved upon and inspired by your touch to, to write these words that you and I, that we can come and to hear them and to study of them and to be an example unto us to help us. Help us in the moments and times and hours and generation that we're living in. And we'll take this word and let it be planted into our hearts, our minds, our souls and spirits here tonight. As you move among us, we are grace and mercy and kindness and power we love you and appreciate you and ask you to touch us and to minister unto us and help us help us here tonight to do a good job we're going to do it all in the lovely name of jesus giving you the glory giving you the praise and honor for it in jesus name we pray god bless you you may be seated hallelujah 
God is good. He's good all the time, isn't he? We begin to look into this, and I'll spend the majority of this time again probably up on the first couple of verses, and, um, but we'll finish up the last few verses uh, pretty quickly thereafter, and uh, we'll do our best to hold to the time and uh, things of that nature. It's also good to have Brother Braden's sister Shannon, Savannah's nephew and niece back with us. Praise God. He was telling me Sunday night. He said, man, we're going to get to stay all the way through. Be back Wednesday night. Man, you can tell they was excited. Hallelujah. I don't know about Uncle Brady, but uh, the rest of them's excited. <laughs> all right. But anyway, we're good and excited about them being here. Praise the Lord. So as so we look at this, amen, and, um, you know, 15 of these, and I, I told you enough about all that last week. These are uh, degrees, amen, upward and direction and, and, and carrying them uh, into the presence of God. And in and, and different times, they practice it and used it. Another one of these times, I didn't mention this last Wednesday night, because there's about four or five uh, uh, main ones at times that they sung either part or all of these psalms, amen. And another one of them was near the time that uh, David, was moving the ark, moving it back into its proper place and where it belonged. And so they were using some of these psalms right here, amen, to be a part of that time of celebration and worship. And there's nothing like good songs, good songs that have words and lyrics, amen. And you're going to notice some of the songs that we sung tonight is going to fall right in hand with some of these verses tonight that we're going to talk about. I'm glad he's on my right-hand side. Hallelujah. We're going to talk about that a little bit, amen. You talk about a mess. If there wasn't a God, if there wasn't a Savior, a lot of people, you know, with all the trouble and trials that's going on, you know, they sometimes have a tendency to ponder and wonder or even make the statements where God's at. Don't, don't, don't be fearful, honey. God's alive and well. He's a sovereign God, and he knows what he's doing. He's got it all mapped out. Hallelujah. And what's going to unfold, and you know what? All that's going to work together. All that's going to work together to fulfill his purpose and design and what he set out. I was, I was teaching in the lesson this morning or this afternoon and made mention how that God used, amen. He sent an evil spirit against Saul but turned around and anointed David with a harp, amen, to drive it away. God knows what he's doing. <laughs> Hallelujah. And he works in mysterious ways and, and sometimes we may not quite understand and comprehend all that's going on, but I tell you what we, you and I can do. We can trust God. Our hope's in him. Our faith's in him. Our trust in him. And so regardless of what may be coming down the pipe, what other type of coronaviruses and outbreaks and things of this nature may may take place in our lives before we leave here. Hallelujah. I'm glad I've done read the, the, the end of the book and know who's going to win. Hallelujah. Regardless how I'm taken out of this earth, amen, if he just lets me go to sleep or if he burns me up in an automobile, boy, that's one extreme to the other, but uh, that's just the way it is. I'm not promised, amen. I can make requests and asking, but you know what? It all lies in his hand. This body belongs to him. This life belongs to him. My heart, mind, and spirit, who I am, what I am, it belongs to him at his service and for his his glorification. That's the reason Paul said, regardless in life or death, it's going to glorify God. Amen. You can behead me if you want to, but all this is still going to glorify God. It's going to fulfill what I preach. It's not going to stop the gospel. It's not going to stop the resurrection. It's not going to stop the powers of God, the love of God. Amen. I'm going to tell you something. The preaching of the cross don't affect them. Amen. It's going to perish. It's foolishness unto them. And you can't do a whole lot with them folks, but you get people, amen, to get hungry and thirsty and after God when you start preaching the cross to them. Woo! Praise God, something begins to dwell up in them. Something begins to move.
prove in them. And they said, you know what? I believe that. And when they began to make the statements, I believe that God shows up. And what physicians couldn't do and nobody on the earth could do, amen, for 12 years. Because somebody said, you know what? I believe in that man called Jesus. I believe if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I can be made whole. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm serving that God tonight. I'm serving that Savior tonight. And he's walking right beside me. And he's, he's leading and guiding me. And I'll tell you what, he's going to see us through. Praise God. So as we watch this uh, uh, chapter just kind of unfold here, I don't mean to throw you off right out the, right the gate here. But if you run into reverence on this first verse and you look at the heel, it ain't going to give you many. At least mine didn't, but uh, and the one that sent it to you. But, but I believe I, I can explain it and, and get us to the point uh, and help us even today. We're not a social gathering. It's not a social club. Amen. I, I know we need that, but that's not the purpose of us gathering here tonight. We didn't gather here just to socialize. Well, I know, praise God, we hadn't been able to do that, and that's been had its effect. But the real, the, the reason of this gathering, amen, we have gathered in His presence to worship Him, create an atmosphere for His glory and power, amen, to fall upon us and guide us and direct us uh, that souls can be saved and bodies can be healed and, and have fellowship with Him and worship Him. And that's really what it's all about, amen. That's what church is all about. And so as you watch this, I will lift up my eyes unto the keels, amen, it's from which cometh my help. And so the reference we're going to go to is going to be from Jeremiah, the third chapter. And in that third chapter, I won't go through the whole chapter, but if you back up and read the beginning of it, he begins to talk about a wife, a wife that was unfaithful and just left a man, her husband. And he's likened this to Israel and how they had forsaken God and just left him. It wasn't that he wasn't faithful to them and had accomplished and achieved mighty things for them. It was just that they, 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 their love for them was not what it what it should have been and because of stiff necks and amen and because of rebellion amen they turned and walked away from him and they begin to worship idols and if you read on down through there you're going to see they begin to worship idols and other gods and amen and giving themselves unto all types of idols and worshiping and, and, and the, the writer talks about going to the high places and worshiping them talking about going under the green, evergreens and worshiping them so they was worshiping these idols and other gods amen and depending on them to bring them joy depending on them to bring them pleasure depending on them amen to come to the rescue and things of this nature but when they come to find out at the ending of this chapter amen as you approach toward the end of it and there's a lot in that particular chapter of the prophecy itself and where it leads to and what it goes to but you're going to notice it's starting about the 20th verse and that's where I kind of want to pick up here amen and, and talk just a little bit about the heels and I think it's important amen and that might have been the reason I made the statement about you know we didn't just gather here to socialize hallelujah because that's not we gathered here amen that we might be saved hallelujah that we can be corrected that we can we can be you know preached to and, and uplifted encouraged and edified and, and become amen the followers of Christ and, and be the disciples that he's calling on us to be and so you know we can't do that with a forsaking of assembling ourselves together so there must be assembling together and we're two or three gathered together in his name he said I'll be in the midst and if God's in the midst amen through our Lord Jesus Christ then he can speak to our 
hearts and speak to our minds and, and help us. And that's the whole purpose of why we gathered here even on this Wednesday night. That's the reason we don't want to give up on a Wednesday night. Hallelujah, because there's something about coming on a Wednesday night. After dealing with the world, the spirits of the world, and the things of the world, we need a midnight, hallelujah, shot in the arm, if you please. We need a midweek, hallelujah, shot in our heart and our minds and our spirit. We need, amen, to hear the word of God and join together the rest of my body of believers and to draw off of them and be a blessing to them and working together. I tell you, we're working together, amen, to be saved. Amen. I didn't come in this place to be a briar. I didn't come in this place to be a thorn. I didn't come in this place, amen, with an attitude or a spirit. Hallelujah. Gets my brothers or sisters or anybody else. I want to be mad at the devil. I want to be mad about sin. I want to be against false doctrines and things like that. But when it comes to God and the saints of God, I want to do everything that lies within my power and ability, amen, to see them saved. Woo! Praise God. Praise God. And so as you watch this here, he says, Surely as a wife treacherously, amen, departed from her husband, so have ye dealt treacherously with me, O house of Israel, saith the Lord. A voice was heard upon the high places, weeping and supplication of the children of Israel. For they have perverted their way, and they have forgotten the Lord their God. We're living in a nation that's really forgot. If they go to the scriptures, they forgot God. They have forsaken Him. They, they've, they've endorsing things, encouraging to uh, life and lifestyles and, and, and feel like they ought to have voices. No, what really needs to be happen, they need to be converted. <laughs> Hallelujah. Not, not, for the, not for the sake that they can get Social Security and tax breaks. They need to be converted so they might be saved. And you know what? If they become converted, you have to worry about all that other mess. <laughs> amen. Because the church, amen, would take care of that. They wouldn't have that voice any longer. They wouldn't want that lifestyle. And they wouldn't want to shove it down others, you know, folks. Well, I just figured I'd just throw it in there anyway. <laughs> Hallelujah. So here they are. They said, return, eat backslidden children, and I will kill your life. Hey, this is a voice of God that has, is still, amen, is beaming out of the heavens. It's beaming out of the church. Hallelujah. We ought to be doing everything that lies within our powers to encourage every backslider, to lift them up in prayer, to witness to them, to love them, encourage them. Hallelujah. That's God's will. That's God's passion. As he pulled for Israel, amen, to stop their backsliding, to stop them from going ungodly ways or turning to wicked ways. That, that, that's the truth, amen, in the New Testament. That's the truth, amen, with the bride itself. Amen. For you and I, that ought to be a part of our heartbeat, a part of our passion, amen. Hallelujah. God, touch every backslider. Hallelujah. Everybody's ever been taught. Anybody that's ever sat in your presence. Anybody that knows anything about this apostolic truth, God, stir them up in the nighttime. Stir them up in the daytime. Amen. That voice, I mean, it's there. Hallelujah. That's a father's voice. That's a father's heartbeat. And I'm telling you what, when you walk with the Father and you, you're in relationship and companionship with Him and He's talking to you and you're talking to Him, it becomes a part of your conversation. It becomes a part of your heartbeat. It becomes a part of your desire. Amen. That I want to see people redeemed. I want to see people atoned. I want to see people overcoming the devil. I want to see people coming out of darkness. I want to see people coming out of sin. I want to see people coming out of ways. Amen. It's going to cause them to lose their soul. <laughs> That's the reason sheep of his pasture is not looking for other pastures to eat out of. That's the reason they're not looking for holes in the fence. And they're, they're not also looking for the wrong spirit to get a hold of them while they're in the flock. To cause disunity and division and separation. But 
we're in this together. Because there's only one heel. You watch what I preach. You watch what happens here. I don't know if Brother Ford read the chapter and tapped in or just some of all that. He sung about the heel and talked about the heel. Because really there's only one heel. It's only one Jerusalem. One Zion. And when you begin to talk about it, but here's the key. It can't just be hills and mountains. They was going to hills and mountains to worship. They was going under every green tree to find answers and to worship their gods, their idols. And so that's what Jeremiah is telling here. We don't just look at any hill. We don't look and sing unto just any mountain. But there is a mountain and there is a hill, a hill called Golgotha. Amen. And there is a city that's going to be set up. So, so there's a lot to this. And if you just give me a few minutes, I'm going to do my best to address this and talk about it for just a minute. Because when you read a little further here, returning backsliding children, and I will heal your backslidings. Behold, we come unto thee, for thou art the Lord our God. Truly in vain is salvation's hope, for far from the hills and from the multitude of mountains. Truly. In the Lord our God is the salvation of Israel. All these other hills that we went to, all these other mountain experiences we've had, all these other experiences we've taken place and been a part of. And I'm telling you, America's got the household of them. There's multitudes of them out there, of forms and fashions and ways of worshiping. You got those that worship in different fashions and forms and manners and powers. But I'm telling you, my soul is hungry and thirsting for nothing but truth. God, you help us preach the truth. You help us be the watchman on the wall and the preacher and the pastor. Amen. The shepherd helper. Amen that we can feed the lambs and that we can feed the sheep and that we can lead them to the green pastures and the steel waters and we wouldn't compromise and we wouldn't bow down, amen, to other idol worshipings and forms of worshipping. We're not looking until but until but one hill. I'm telling you the power of the preaching of the cross. Hallelujah, I'm telling you still the preaching of the cross. Hallelujah, and by the cross and by the blood that was shed by the man of Jesus Christ. This is where you're going to attain salvation. This is where you're going to experience a true joy. This is where you're going to experience peace and I'm talking about the Prince of Peace. Hallelujah, that the world or the events and the elements of the world can't take from us. Hallelujah, relationship and a companionship with God Almighty. When I can't get with my brother and sister, I can still get with God. And God can still get with me. You can throw me in dungeons. You can put me in caves. You can throw me out in the seas. You can put me on the Isle of Pamela. But I tell you, God can show up. And if I can just get in the spirit of my maker, if I can just get in the presence of my creator, if I can just love and worship him, I find a strength that I help there. Hallelujah. That will subdue me and get me get through. I realize it's Wednesday night. I realize that. <laughs> Praise God. So, as, as we watch this, <laughs> Praise God. Back up to the 16th and 17th chapter, the verses of this same chapter. You're going to read about the Ark of the Covenant. The Ark of the Covenant represented the presence of God. He tells them there's going to come a time when that Ark won't exist. He didn't tell them that the presence of God wouldn't, but it's going to be different now. That's what Paul's writings in Ephesians was talking about. 
in Ephesians 1 and 14, when he talks about the Spirit of God, now it's going to take up an abode in men. And that 17th verse talks about and prophesies about the time of the millennium, if you go back and read it. It's a time of the millennium that you and I are going to get to enjoy and be a part of. This kingdomship that Jesus Christ is going to set up, set up in that tabernacle, and how that the nations are going to come to him, and, and, and men and women are going to be drawn and come to him. Amen. And you and I will rule and reign with him as kings and priests in that time, in that hour. There's a lot in this third chapter of Jeremiah's writings. And that's the reason when he comes down to this 20th and first and second, third verses. And they make mention, because you see, as God himself and his voice is going out to, to get a hold of those backsliders. Amen. Let me tell you something. A lukewarm spirit is a spirit that we got to watch in this day and time. A place of being just discontent and satisfied. Don't stir me up. Don't move me. I'm all right. I, I'm saved. I, I, I'm all right. Leave me alone. And I'm not talking about just apostolic. Hallelujah, but I'm not exempting them either. But you can look across our nation, and, and believe it or not, if the statistics are taken out, you'd see that over 95% of the American people were saved. They're saved and ready to go. Hallelujah, that they know God, and they got, they got it worked out with a man upstairs. But when you read in the Word of God and the life He expects us to live, I see a far difference between the two. But we're living in a generation and a world that's been blinded by the prince of this hour, amen, called the devil. And they don't even have a clue any longer. Hallelujah, what sin is. What, amen, separation is. What will separate them from this almighty God. Because we got one facility after the next. That's condoning and agreeing. Hallelujah, with every kind of walk there is. Amen, tearing the Bibles and preaching what they want to preach. But I'm glad, amen, I got one walking with us tonight. Hallelujah, it's going to help us, amen, in this hour and day of time that we're living in. Hallelujah, that where the true spirit can abide. Where the true spirit, amen, can rule. Where the true Spirit of God can manifest itself. Hey, I'm looking for the manifestation and the declaring powers of that all seeing eyes looking for opportunity to declare his powers in this generation. Help us at the first Jesus name church to bend down, humble and yield ourselves unto the mighty hand of God. That be the reason some of you are fighting such a battle you're fighting and such a warfare that's going on. Because the devil himself even senses and tells there's going to be a few. It's going to be some churches. It's going to put up the fight. Amen. It's going to humble themselves and give themselves. And in this end time, God's going to manifest his glory and manifest his power and show us what he can do. I'm telling you, he can baptize three and four a night when he gets ready, sitting in these pews. Spirit of God can fill this house and fill them up. Hallelujah. It's all in God's hand. It's all in God's timing. All in God's season. Hallelujah. So as we watch this, as we go into, and, and again, this, this psalm, even this second, and many of the psalms are, is what they call Masetic psalms, amen. It was likened unto him and to the coming of the Messiah and what's going to unfold and what's going to try. It amazes me, it really and honestly it does, it amazes me how much insight and revelation that David had, amen, with these psalms and, and things that transpired and taken place. And as you watch them unfold, as you watch them take place, amen, how much, hallelujah, and so, so much of that. 
that. When you start tying in, amen, to the Messiah and to Jesus Christ and the fulfilling of it. Many of them goes back to something. Even Jesus himself said, taught us, amen, about Moses and the law of Moses. I come to fulfill that. But not only that, he come to fulfill what the prophecies and the Psalms, amen. So he mentions that Jesus Christ himself has mentioned this. Hallelujah. So here, yet have I set my king. When you go to Psalms 2 and 6, 2 and 6. Yet have I set my king upon what? My holy hill Zion. <laughs> Hallelujah. There's only one hill. <laughs> Hallelujah. That we can look to. There's only really one mountain when you start digging into it. And you start making a research here. And so when the psalmist has written unto us. And he talks about this. We understand whenever even here in Psalms 2 and 6. He says, yet have I, the Lord, the Lord. I want you to pick up on something else in the writings here tonight. Hallelujah. How often the statements made the Lord and spell with all capital letters of L O R D. Hallelujah. I'm here by the grace of God. Hallelujah. I have my being by the grace of God. If I have tomorrow, it's going to be by the grace of God. If I made an overcomer, it's going to be by the Lord's hand and by the goodness of God. I haven't got here by myself. Hallelujah. We have nothing to brag in. We have nothing to boast in except Jesus Christ and the crucifixion and the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Our righteousness and goodness didn't get me here. It was his goodness that was bestowed upon me. And it's also been his goodness that's kept me. Amen. That catched me in. It kept me. That the enemy, amen, hadn't been able to defy me. That the enemy hadn't been able to overcome me. If it wasn't for the Lord that's working with me and walking with me tonight, I wouldn't make it to the midnight hour. So as we watch this, amen, in this particular psalm, I'm going to use just a few scriptures if you don't mind. Psalm 68 and 15. The hill of God is as the hill of Bashan. Bashan, amen. If you look, do a little study on Bashan, Bashan was known as a worldly hill. Now watch this, hill. Why hill or mountain? Uh, the creator. We, we, we understand the mighty hand of God. Whenever some of these and us has been on vacations and we go to the mountains and places like that. Hallelujah. We, we watch and observe and we come to the realization our creator that created this. And so when you begin to talk about hills or mountains, especially even in the Bible, it, it, it can, you can't go around. You can't uh, sidestep the fact, amen, of the power of the creator. Amen. As you see this mountain, as you see this creation that is taking place. And so when the psalmist makes mention of this hill, as high hill as the hill of Bashan, he talks about the hill of God as he likens it, amen, unto this particular hill. If you do a little study on that hill, here's a great hills reminds us, amen, of the creative power of God. And to the hills which, amen, to the Yahweh. And they say, Will in forever it is laid to the north, amen, of regions east of the Jordan of the land of Hermon. And in this, it says, watch this, for the most formidable, that means the powers, in other words, the force, the size of it, amen. So, so when you see these crap of creations, but not only that, watch this. He goes on to tell us in this, in one of these deals, he said, the enemy who in Israel encountered on their march to Canaan, the that, the kill of Bashan is on the high snow summit of the anti-Lebanon of Kerman and the extreme limit of Bashan. In other words, this is the property's position boundaries between Judah and pagan world. Amen. It was a mountain that stood between the two. And so the psalmist is likened that God's hill is going to be greater than that hill. The only hill they knew, amen, at that moment in time as being so awesome and so mighty. And nobody would ever think, amen, they would never be a hill or a mountain that would top that 
ladies and gentlemen, if we'll get a real revelation, hallelujah, when we begin to really talk about the hill and the spirit, that's the reason this hence has wrote the song, I'll never get over the hill. I'll never get over the hill. Hallelujah, because, amen, this hill experience I had, amen, it washed away all of my sins. It gave me the assurance and the confidence, no, I can be victorious. I can overcome every devil. I can overcome every situation. If I just make my way back to the foot of the cross, I'm telling you, the devil can't penetrate the blood and the power of the cross. You can't get over the kill, baby. Would you have a true experience of the kill? Call Galgotha. So this helps us to really understand a little better what the psalmist is really writing. The revelation and the insight of the Messiah and what was going to happen and take place. Amen. Brother Ford didn't mention that she looked beyond that cross and the joy and what was going to be purchased. Hallelujah. Through that cross. Even God had waited 4,000 years for the opportunity, amen, to manifest the true love of God. For no greater love than this that a man to lay down his life. And this man called Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Laid down his life. And he went on a hill. Hallelujah. To do it. And this is a hill that we look at. Amen. But we don't just look at the hill. We're looking at the God of the hill. Hallelujah, because when you look at the God of the hill, hallelujah, I'm telling you, there's not a demon, there's not a force, there's not a spirit, and nothing too small or too big for this God, not to work inside of our hearts and work inside of our minds and our spirits and our makeup to make us complete, to make us whole, and make us vessels, amen, in the generation that we're living in today, that we can walk into high schools and colleges, and we can go into workplaces, and we can go into Walmart and other places as vessels of God because we experience the hill. We don't have to fear and fret and worry about, amen, all of our tomorrows and, and all the worries about what this is going to happen and that's going to happen. I'll tell you something, ladies and gentlemen, when you sold yourself out to God and you walked to his plan in the financial realms, hallelujah, and all the other realms, I'm going to tell you something. Oh, that's going to be test of time, but you know what? This God's not going to forsake you. Hallelujah, he's a very present help in the time of trouble. He's going to show up. Hallelujah, sometimes maybe all you can do is look back at the hill, but you know what? I'm looking for the Lord that created heaven and earth to show up. And I'll tell you, there's no limitations in him. He's my savior. He's my redeemer. He's my very present help in the time of trouble. So as we watch this, amen, it's likened it to that. Now watch this, Isaiah 2 and 2 and 2 and 3. Amen. And it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills and all the nations shall flow unto it. I mentioned that. And many people shall go and say, come in, let us go up into the mountain of the Lord and to the house of the God of Jacob and he will teach us his ways and we'll walk in his path and we will walk in his paths. And out, for out of Zion shall go forth the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. Hallelujah. Brian, I'm telling you what, I, you know what, I've been praying a lot to you lately. God, I want to fall in love with your commandments. I want to fall in love with your principles. Hallelujah. I don't regret, amen, this pathway of holiness. Hallelujah. I don't regret. Hallelujah. I don't get, I don't get disgruntled. Hallelujah. I don't get no bad attitude that we're living a separated, a called out life. Hallelujah. We've been elected for this. We've been called for this. And I want to be faithful to the call. I want to be faithful to the service. Hallelujah. And it's not about me and it's not about the way I dress. It's about the heel. It's about what the heel purchased for me. It's about what's going to be on that heel. It's about what's laying up in the heavens. Amen. The inheritance that's laid up. Hallelujah. That you and I are going to be a part of it, a team. Amen. Because we've experienced the kill and the God of the hill. Psalm 121, it says. Now this is going to, I'm going to focus a little while on help. Anybody need some help? Sure, we all need some help. Praise God. Hallelujah. Little mamas can't. Uh, talking to a gentleman the last couple of days, and I'm telling you, he's in dire needs. He needs our prayers. 
was very sick, very, very sick. Battling did cancer and other things. Something happened to him this morning. But anyway, I won't give his name. But uh, uh, he, needs, he needs God. God in this community. But uh, uh, he, he's a mess. I'll just be honest with you. He called me again late this evening. He just messed up. He's messed up. And I'm doing my best to talk to him. Doing my best to help him. And, 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 but you know what? He's got to get focused off of all that other. And really get focused on, you know what? There's a Jesus. If I cry out to him, the right spirit and the right attitude. If he don't heal me, he can save me though. I mean, you know what? He could heal him. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's part of the promise. That's part of the price. Amen. So anyway, I didn't mean to go there. But anyway, help. We need help. And, and so Psalms 121-2 says, My help cometh from the Lord. Amen. Which made heaven and earth. My help comes from the Lord. Now, now this is not just one of the boys. This is not just one of the so-called gods. I'm talking about the Lord that created heaven and earth. Amen. That I'm calling on. That I'm depending on. I'm talking about the God. Amen. That pro me that he had all power in heaven and in earth. Hallelujah, God. Right in the midst of my life. Right where I'm at, right man, right on the pathway where I'm at tonight. He's my helper. So let me focus on that for just a few minutes, if you don't mind. Psalms 124 and 8. Our help is in the name of the Lord. Man, even our own country sometimes battle and struggle. And we need to pray for our military. Not just of God protect them. But I'll tell you what, our military needs a spiritual opening. Devil's got his toehold, and there were false doctrines and teachings. A lot of them wouldn't like this, and some of them may be hearing it, but it's the truth. And they believe in things, and it creates people, informs them. Hallelujah, that uh, their God, amen, is their selves and their own abilities, and they can, they, they can feel they can live just about any lifestyle and still go to heaven. Talk anyway, expose themselves and do things, hallelujah, in a way that they shouldn't. I, I hate to be that way, but more I've read into some of those books and, and, and watch others that's outside of that military training that becomes a part of our own local law enforcement. Hallelujah, you begin to see as time lingers on, hallelujah, some spirits that begin to rise up within them. They begin to, uh, uh, they, they're also a part, and, and please, if you got tattoos tonight, please don't, I don't mean this offensive, okay, don't, don't. Don't take me wrong here. But I'm telling you, it's having its effect upon America. It's not just a man, uh, uh, but you, you take this temple and you begin to poke holes in it and you begin to paint things on it. And most of those tattoos and paintings are ungodly. But I'm going to tell you something. You're sending signals to hell and you're also sending signals to heaven. And you're making yourself vulnerable and open and blind and being led and caught. Hallelujah. And God can't walk beside you and God can't protect them. And they can say what they want to about that. I know you can't do nothing about them. What you got them except get washing the blood and then you know what I do after that I turn them up the best I could and I'd let it be and I wouldn't worry about it God's got it and God take care of that glorified body you don't have to worry about it <laughs> Woo! praise God and so do you understand what I'm trying to tell you about what I am telling you hallelujah it's having this effect upon this nation it's having this effect upon the spiritual world of this nation and there's all kind of means and ways that the devil's using his opportunities to enroll and tear down the very foundation of this nation's being built upon because we're still the most powerful nation in the world because we still a Christian believing, Bible believing nation. So we didn't get here by ourselves, but we was built on the Word of God, and the Word of God won't move, and the Word of God will run off, and the God of the book will fight our battles. So He's our helper. He's our helper. You hear me? He's our helper. <laughs> Woo. 
Psalms 146. Praise God. 146, I want to just use a few things. Psalms 146 says this, happy. Happy also means blessed. Anybody like to be blessed? Anybody like to be happy? You know, be some people really be hard to persuade me they like to be happy. They don't sure, sure look very happy very often. But I'm glad I'm among the happy people tonight. We're happy tonight, aren't we? Praise God. We was happy when we was out in the parking lot, wasn't we? Amen. Hallelujah. Which is a happy bunch. You know why? Because we're blessed. Hallelujah. We got, we got one we got to trust in or confidence in. So happy is he that what? The God of Jacob for his help. Amen. Happy. Blessed is he. That's got the God of Jacob for his help. Whose hope is in the Lord his God. Which made heaven and earth and the sea. And all therein is. Which keep a truth forever. You know what? You know sometimes God will bless us. Even carnal things. Did you know that? Oh yeah. He, he blessed some of these fishermen. Some of them can't fish with a hoop. And they go out there and they catch a bunch. He blesses us old hunters sometimes. Some of us don't know what we're doing either. Hallelujah. Praise God. And all of a sudden we just mess up and, and kill something. It's worth killing. Hallelujah. Well, God created that. And God blessed us with that. That's the reason I wouldn't let fishing or hunting. I wouldn't let shopping for this or shopping for that. Hallelujah. Amen. Interfere with my moment time of worship. Hallelujah. That's the reason I wouldn't let TV. Uh, well, I shouldn't say TV. Maybe. Well, yeah, TV if you got one. I don't know if you got one or not. But I wouldn't let internet and I wouldn't let phones and I wouldn't let technology. I wouldn't let none of that. Amen. Rob me of being blessed of God and being happy with God. Because all that is is nothing but a snare and a trap. Amen. That the devil's hallelujah is trying to, trying to lure you into something so he can pollute your mind and pollute your heart, pollute your spirit. And then you wonder why you got such a bad attitude. Hey, I got one walking with me, but it makes me happy. Every drug addict wants this. Every alcoholic wants this. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Over on a Wednesday night like this, man, we can get the glad glads on this Wednesday night. Woo! Hey, some of you need it. Some of you need it. I promise you, baby. Hallelujah. You need a refreshing. You need an uplifting. The world's getting a better hand of you, and it's showing up. I'm not about to let it happen, not with the goodness of God, the promises of God working with us. Watch this. Which, which executed judgment for the oppressed. Well, I like a better term for that. What's this? Judgment. All right, everybody's hollering for justice, am I right? That takes judgment. So all them cats is out there hollering for justice and tearing up buildings and harming people, they need their judgment day. They need justice. <laughs> Just as much as the law officials that's supposed to be producing justice, hallelujah, needs their justice when they cross the line. None of us exempt. <laughs> Doesn't matter what positions we hold. I'm going to tell you something. There's a judgment day coming and an hour coming. Hallelujah. That nobody's going to get by. Vengeance is the Lord. Fear not. He'll take care of it. And you know what? That, what that in your mind and heart and spirit. There's some things that you're holding on to that you need to just let go. He's got my interest in his best interest. And he'll work it all out. <laughs> What's this? He's going to do what? Bring judgment for the oppressed. 
which giveth food to the hungry, the Lord looseth the prisoners. Anybody ever been a prisoner? Everybody. Oh, yeah, yeah. You was bound and shackled in your transgressions and sins. And you wasn't big enough to get yourself out. You wasn't good enough to get yourself out. You didn't have enough goodness in you, amen, to get yourself out of it. And it took a God. But that's not all. It takes this same God. Hello, I walk upon this earth against the prince of the air and the spirits of the world and the darkness that we're living in. Hello, if it wasn't for the Lord that's on my right hand side. We'll drive that home here a little bit tonight. Praise God. The Lord opened the eyes of the blind. The Lord raises them that are bowed down. The Lord loveth the righteous. The Lord preserveth. Notice how many times we're saying the Lord here. Hallelujah. All of them capitalized. The Lord preserveth the strangers. <laughs> oh, praise God. He relieveth the fatherless and the widows. Man, if you're in this house tonight and you're fatherless, there is a heavenly father. And he loves you tonight. He wants to walk with you tonight. He wants to be your helper tonight. He wants to be your God tonight. And where you may be limited upon this earth and resources of this earth, I'm telling you, when you build a relationship with this God, it opens up doors that no man can open. And it'll close doors that no man can close. Woo! I tell you, there's nobody like our heavenly father. The Lord shall reign forever, even by God, O Zion, unto all generations. Praise ye the Lord. Praise God. Isaiah 40 and 28. Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard, that the everlasting God, amen, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, feigneth not, neither is he weary. All this is going on. You know what? God, he's not, he's, he's not fainting one bit. He's not weary and doing good either. Yeah, if you listen to the wrong spirit, you'll be saying, well, where's it at? You and I know we're all blessed. We're blessed. Got plenty of food to eat. Plenty of clothes to wear. Two or three automobiles to drive. Good house to live in. Thank God for a good house to get in. Storms are coming. Tornadoes are coming. Had a young man right across this river coming to hardware store the other day when that tornado come through a couple of months ago. He said he looked out to one side of the house, looking across a 40-acre field. Uh, he's looking outside somehow or another. Anyway, he said before I could get to get in the house or back toward it. He said, I was running. He said, I just got in my brick house. He said, and that thing hit. He said, I'm talking about it coming across that 40-acre field. He said, just about that fast. Another guy said, 44 seconds from the time that thing hit till it was out and gone and over with. 44 seconds it went through and done all that damage and tore it up. But thank God I had a house. Hello, you let me tell you something. The devil's sending out attacks and whirlwinds. Hallelujah. Amen. I get the righteous and the, and the godly. But I'm going to tell you something. I got a Lord that's walking with me. I got a God that's on my right hand side and if I'll just obey the scriptures of Ephesians the 6th chapter and pick up the shield 
got the shield on the left hand side. And I got the Lord on the right hand side. I got the helmet of salvation on top. And his breastplate, amen, cover me up. And the gospel of peace, amen, ride with me. I'm telling you, the devil don't have a chance. I'm telling you, the world don't have a chance. What you and I need to do is look up and realize who we're singing to and who's going to come to our rescue and who's going to see us through. He's not going to let his name go down. He's not going to let his church go down. He's not going to let his faithful amen go down. Woo! <laughs> you watch this. Faint of thought, he's not weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint. <laughs> A little faint call on him. Whew, God, I need some help. I need more than one of them energy drinks, man. I need, I need some real help. Hallelujah. Praise God. I need more than what them uppers can do. I need something, amen, that'll live inside of me, that'll, that'll generate me. Hallelujah. That'll energize me. That'll put boldness in me. But yet a humble way, a meek way. A godly representation, not a fisher in a showboat. Hallelujah. God ain't interested in showboats, and God ain't interested in shooting stars. He's looking for that star, amen, to shine in every night. <laughs> no matter how dark it is, <laughs> hallelujah, I'm going to keep on shining my light. I'm going to keep putting my candle on the candlestick. Hallelujah, I'm still going to keep loving and worshiping and praising God. Throw me in the dungeon at the midnight hour. That's a good time to begin to sing and pray and worship this God. I'm looking to the Lord that created heaven and earth. I'm looking for the Lord that's my help. Hallelujah, that's my very present help in the time of trouble. I'm looking to the Lord, amen, to come and rescue me. When God gets ready to get you out, I'm going to tell you what. He don't need nobody's help. He don't even need the permission from the guards or anybody else. Well, praise God. Hey, he's something now. I'll tell you right now, this God's awesome. I'm going to turn this over. Is that be all right? Okay. I got to get through this chapter. Isaiah 41 and 13. For I, the Lord thy God, will hold. Watch this. For the Lord thy God will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. That doesn't mean he's going to come in every time and take us by the right hand and just snatch us out. We're a greater testimony of the love of God and the power of God when we're walking through the valleys. When we're walking through the valleys. When we're walking through the valleys. And we got the right hand of God Almighty that's walking me through the death. That's walking me through the trials. That's walking me through the serpents and the powers of the enemy. That's warring against my mind. That's warring against my spirit. That's warring against this church. But God's got us by the right hand. And he's going to lead this church right on through. Woo, praise God, praise God. Hosea put it this way in O Israel, thou hast destroyed thyself, but in me is thine help. You destroyed yourself. Amen. Being a stiff neck. <laughs> you destroyed yourself by being rebellion. Rebellious. You destroyed yourself by giving yourself and yielding yourself to beggar elements and the idols and the way they worship and the way they do and things. Shame on us when we let the world. Amen. And whatever, whatever, whatever form it is. Amen. Be the cutting edge of how we have church. Well, praise God. See, I'm not real sure. You know, maybe I'm missing something. I don't know. But you know, there's this thing that's got into us, and I'm not just out against it, cause, but I ain't so sure about it either. But we're moving into a time, and it's been here for a while. 
Amen. Certain events, they want to dim the lights. Amen. Almost cut them all out. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm probably getting in trouble here. <laughs> I know most of the time, amen, when you get a bunch of youth and a bunch of other folks together and you start turning the lights out, <laughs> you're asking for trouble. You don't want your babies riding the back seat with the lights out. Or not be this way. But I'm just ain't so sure about this, and I know they're doing it. Brother Andrew helped me out. You know, he exposed me to that. Lights were out, buddy. I'll tell you, the only lights that's on that video was the singers, and everything else was black and dark out there. I'm just not sure. I'm just, I know God's the Lord of the dark, but, but I'm just saying I'm not sure about all that. And so, and so I was asked here one time, you know, one of the bandages here said, hey, can we dim the lights? I said, no, sir. Where we can dim the lights. <laughs> Praise God. Uh, and maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But, but, but I'm going to tell you something. We got to get out of that attitude and spirit that I got to get. I got to get some kind of hidement. Amen. You know, people's going to be watching me. Well, what's the big deal? Amen. You're doing this for God anyway. If you're boohooing and crying, if you're rolling on the floor, whatever you're doing, do it for God anyway. It don't matter if the lights are on or off. It really don't make any difference when it's all said and done in a sense. Hallelujah. But if I got to have the lights out every time before I could create an atmosphere for a move of God, I'm just not so sure about all of that. I believe he can move with all the lights on. I believe we can dance and love and work. We're not ashamed of him. We're not ashamed of him. We're not ashamed to boogaloo for him. We're not ashamed to dance for him. We're not ashamed to speak in tongues. We're not ashamed to roll on the floor. We're not ashamed to get beside us. Let the whole world see it, but we got to worship God in spirit and in truth. Hebrews 13, what's this? Let's go to the New Testament for a moment. Hebrews 13, 5 and 6. Let your conversations be without covetous and be content with such things as he have. Praise God. For he had said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. So that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. We can boldly say in COVID-19, the Lord is our helper. We're not better than anybody else and we're not exempt. But I'm telling you, I'm depending on the Lord to be our helper. I'm depending on the Lord to be our protector. I'm depending on the Lord to see us through this thing. And if they're not careful, they're going to make a money thing out of this thing. God, help me here tonight. I'll tell you what, the love of money is the root of this country. The love of money is the God of this country. Money talks. You can be a total uh, uh, idiot. If you got enough money, man, they'll, they'll put you somewhere. That money will put you somewhere. See, money's power. Money can buy places and put you in positions and, and you can you know, cook up the right people. But I ain't interested in hooking up with the right people. I'm interested in being hooked up with the right God. Because times like this is when you're going to need God. Hallelujah. Come on, help me now. You can know the president on personal basis, honey. But COVID-19 can still get you. But you can know Jesus Christ on personal basis. And your chance is a whole lot better. You won't get it. You can know all the physicians and everybody and all the druggies. But I'm telling you, they can't help you when Jesus Christ can be walking right along your side, honey. I know it's weird tonight, but it's time to have revival in Bendale, Mississippi. It's time for people to get the Holy Ghost. It's time for people to be delivered. 
Man, we're not serving a dead God. He's alive and well. Hallelujah. Watch this. The Lord is my helper. I, I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Psalms 121 and 3. I'm trying to get there. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. <laughs> Praise God. That's the neck of that devil. He will suffer not your foot to be moved. If you'll just hang on. If you'll just stay with it. You won't be, if you won't be drawn away. If you don't be lured away. I tell you, he'll keep our foot firm on that devil. If you ever got him down there, God big enough to keep him there. There's some other things, doctrines. Hey, some of them, man, we just need to set our foot. This is where we stood. It's where we stood 20 years ago. And so this is where we're going to stand 20 years from now. Oh, that's old fogey. That's way back in the boondocks. It's new times. You this and you that and changes. There's all kind of changes. Except God. Except God. He hasn't changed, brother. He's still walking right beside us. He's still fighting our battles. He's still here to help us. Hey, man, to walk up and down and whatever we got to do and set out to do for his kingdom. I promise you, he's equipped us. Hey, man, he's going to anoint us and bless us and help us to do it. Hey, man, he keepeth thee well, will not slumber. Hey, man, you don't have to worry about him slumbering. Hey, man, keep that actually means to guard. When you go to, I'm going to bypass that one. Uh, maybe I'll preach that Sunday night. Proverbs 2 and 8. He keepeth the paths of judgment and preserveth the way of the saints. Preserveth the way. Do you know if you look up preserveth in the Hebrew, you know what it says you know the first one of the first things it says hedge about watch this anybody ever had a had a, a barbed wire fence or or, or or maybe a hedge that's full of thorns and all that good stuff now most of this is to keep stuff in right I mean I, I can remember you know the book Brother Booker wrote about what the difference a line makes. And he talks about the fence and when the fence come in, all different types of barbed wire, all these different things. But it was all designed originally, amen, to keep cattle in, to keep them off of highways and properties and things of that nature. Hallelujah. Boy, I tell you, God can hedge us in. When he preserves us, he hedges us in. But if he hedges me in, that means he's hedging something else out. I said, if he's hedging me in, that means he's hedging something else out. Quit giving the devil so much credit. And quit letting flesh have so much out of your time and your energy. God trying to hedge it out. Good watchman, when he goes by the hedge. Hey, hey, that thing's falling down a bit. In fact, you know, hallelujah, if it ain't been producing fruit in the last three years, hey, give, give me one more year, I'm going to dig around that thing and fertilize it so we can produce. Because, see, if this is not producing, this is not, there's a weak point here. It's a weak place here. That's the reason all of us need to be united together, joined together, and have no isms and schisms in the body. But if some of the bodies feel like that some of the other bodies, parts of the members, it's not. Hallelujah. See, that's, that's where the devil's good at driving wedges. 
They're so sharp. He's got them sloped back so far. Amen. And he just takes his time. May take a day, a week, a month. May start out just a few little words. Hallelujah. But he'll just let it sit there a while. And if you and I are not careful, we'll ponder it. And we'll play with it. And it'll roll over and over and over in our mind. And a minute after a while, you could take some of these old plants out here. Amen. Take some twigs off of some of these bushes out here. Throw them in a five-gallon bucket with water in it. And if you'll leave that dude there long enough, all of a sudden it'll start sprouting out roots. Hallelujah. You can take it out of that bucket. Amen. And throw it out there and plant it. Hallelujah. It can grow up and be something. Hallelujah. There's some things, hallelujah, that you don't need to be putting no water into it. You don't need to give it no time. You don't give it, give it no energy you don't even need to pay it no attention because it ought to done been hedged out to start with because I got a shield and I got a sword and I got a helmet on I got something in that every fiery dart should be what quench that means to be put out it didn't have no business burning me to start with and my shield of faith is up where it's supposed to be it'll quench that fiery dart man we're serving an awesome God here tonight seeing us through praise God I know I got to. Praise God. All right, fourth verse. We drop down. Let me read one verse. One verse. First Peter's one and five. I'd love to go into some more of that, but I won't. But who kept by the power of God? Who are kept by the power of God? Kept there actually it means a man to be guarded. By the power of God through faith unto salvation. Ready to be revealed in the last time. <laughs> Anybody believe in the end time? I believe you're getting close to the last times. You know what? This God will walk with us. He'll help us. Amen. Writer talks about this. Amen. 121 and 4. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall not neither slumber nor sleep. Hallelujah. Watch this. Isaiah 27 and 2. He calls them a vineyard. A red vineyard. Understand something about a vineyard now. A vineyard is a, a parcel of ground that has been set aside for other use. Amen. It can't be used for everything. A vineyard is a, a separated chosen piece of ground. Amen. That God has chosen or he has elected or he has redeemed. Amen. Or he has placed his anointing or holiness upon it. Amen. It's separated. Hallelujah. Thank God we're his vineyard is how the New Testament writer put it in one place another place he said we're his building hallelujah so we're his property we belong to his responsibility amen it's God's responsibility to get me to heaven it's God's responsibility to make sure the devil don't get the upper hand of me amen if I'll just be obedient to God God will get me through God will see me through the other side if I'll just obey God and love his word and obey him and walk by faith I tell you it doesn't matter what's coming down the pipe it doesn't matter what we're going to face a week from now a month from now two years from now, 100 years from now, God's church, amen, is going to be resurrected and go to the other side because this God's going to walk with us. I, the Lord, do keep it. I will water it. Third verse, same chapter. In every moment, watch this. I'm going to keep it. I will water it every moment. That water is a likening to the Spirit. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Some of you probably be shocked what I do sometimes when I'm by myself. Hallelujah, man. Woo, man, God gets it on sometimes, man. Surely he's going to let me play some instruments when I get to heaven. 
surely on that new song, man. Hallelujah. Me and old Andrew, man, we may be beside one another. Woo! Partying. Rejoicing. Just knowing that we made it. We made it. And there'll never be another trial. And there'll never be another temptation. And there'll never be another devil. Hallelujah. But we can love God and worship him in the form and manner that we've always really desired to love him. I'm trying to get through. All right. The Lord is my keeper. The Lord is thy shade. Brother, why don't y'all come? Why don't y'all sing that song? Praise him in the storm. Is that right? Ain't that Praise God. Singers, musicians shall come. Praise God. I'm going to try to finish up here. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord, amen, is thy shade upon thy right hand. I've, no, I've made mention about the right hand often here tonight. Amen. When you go to Numbers 6 and 24, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord. Notice how many times, how many times I'm saying the Lord, the Lord, the Lord. Hallelujah. Lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. Amen. When you go to this fifth verse and you begin to talk about the right hand, the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of a cloud to lead them. Amen. Do listen to me. And Exodus 13 and 21 and to lead them what in the way not just one of the ways hallelujah but in the way God hasn't changed his mind hallelujah he may not do it far as with a pillar amen and, and, and a fire and a, a pillar of a cloud but I'm here to tell you he said changed his mind amen and being our shepherd the great shepherd to lead us and to guide us why do you think he gave the church amen gifts gifts of a fivefold ministry hallelujah to edify and to build up the church hallelujah to keep the powers of the enemy and the demonic forces amen out of it I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand I have set the Lord before me always why because he is at my right hand hallelujah son watch this Psalms 121 the sun shall not smite thee by day nor the moon by night hallelujah watch this sudden changes hallelujah we read about amen when the when the man brought him and his child that was being cast on him from the fire to the water from sudden changes from one extreme to the other we're living in a world today hallelujah at any moment at any time in any given week. Hallelujah. They go from one extreme to, to another. From one episode to another. From one drama to another. But thank God for a people that's got their minds made up. Thank God, God for a people that's got their hearts sold out. Thank God for people that, that let anxiety, hallelujah, rule or reign in their lives. And uncertainty of the day and the time. I'm telling you, he's the author and finisher. I'm not worried about tomorrow, next week, six months from now. Amen. In fact, God help me by faith to store up some prayers in the bottles, amen, for my children and grandchildren. That when I'm dead and gone and they put me in the ground. Because the faithfulness we had in prayer on this earth. Hey, 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 you listen to me. Pray him on this earth while I'm here and bottle him up in heaven. That in that moment and hour come, amen, it may be 20 years from now, but God can pour them out. Done it for Elisha. Done it for the man of God. God keeps his word. Now watch this. This last verse is talked about the right hand side. Joshua, the man of God, was called up. Who was at his right side to judge him and condemn him and run him down? The Bible said Satan was. <laughs> now I'm seeing the Psalms and all the writings now. God's on my right side. Watch this. For the majority of the military, and military speaking, 
most of them was right-handed. And they carried their shield of faith in their left. And so there was going to be a vulnerable side to them in the battle. It was going to be on the right side. And God's telling them over and over again in the battles, in the warfares, I'm on your right side. In a sense, he's got us all the way around. We sing the song. But I believe there's a point being made here, especially in the spiritual battles and the warfares. As we stand in this house tonight, hallelujah, I know the time's getting late, and I apologize for that. Hallelujah, but I'm thankful to have this Lord, the God of heaven, a man that I'm looking unto and calling out to. I'd love for them to sing this song. You can come gather around up here if you like, or you can stay where you're at, just whatever you feel to do. It's Wednesday night. God bless you. We love you. Appreciate you. God bless them. I will. 
true that is tonight hallelujah I'm going to praise him I'm going to love him, I'm going to worship him I'm going to trust him amen, in the storm amen, he's going to walk with me he's going to give me the strength I need the hope I need amen, to be victorious 
Hallelujah. I believe that tonight about you. God bless you. Love and appreciate you. Uh, just keep praying for one another, lifting one another. But Tony's good to see you back, man. God bless you. Keep going out working. Good to see you. Hallelujah. Appreciate all of our good men, families, and churches. Each one of you, God bless each one of you. I'm telling you, uh, if I don't single you out and let you know, I just... I don't mean not to. I promise you. Praise God. We want to see you blessed and used of the Lord. And hey, just the goodness of God. We love you. Appreciate you. God bless you. You're dismissed in the fear of the Lord. God bless you.